0: I don't know, man. Like, people just don't get it. Like, the way I work is different from the vast majority of people because my time is the most valuable thing to me, right? I don't, I don't trade my time really for anything, honestly. I, heck, I don't even trade my time for myself. Like, I sleep when I need to sleep. I eat when I need to eat. I work when I need to work. And that's like, as strict as I can be with my time. Like, if I'm gonna, give my time to anything outside of work, you know, taking care of myself and just trying to be, you know, fit and able enough to do the things that I do Then it would have to be to family members or friends when it's like an emergency or something. And like people just need my assistance at that point. But that's like really specific example, right? And I think what a lot of people misunderstand about the way I use my time is that, you know, I, I no longer work at nine to five. I, I'd been there and I'd done that. It wasn't really good for me because the way that a nine to five works is where I wake up at like 4.30, maybe 2.30, 1 a.m. sometimes, and then I start work on my own businesses and things that I manage. And then by the time, you know, it's around 8.30 or 9 o'clock where I'm at this 9 to 5, people are just beginning their workday, right? People are just beginning to become productive as their workday begins. And for me, that that was just very wrong because I realized the workday doesn't begin at 9 a.m. for me. It begins as soon as I wake up. Like, as soon as I wake up, I got to get to work and I got to get things done that same day. And another limiting thing for the 9 to 5... Is that this variable time, right? Where I'm kind of boxed in the schedule where someone can tell me this is how long I'm going to be working. And this is how long I'm going to, you know, be useful to them. And this is the amount of use I have to them in terms of money. And I'm like, "Mm, you know what? I I actually manage my own employees a bit differently. So when I talk to of my friends not so long ago about how I've managed my own employees is that I don't really manage them at all like I give them hardly any deadlines I just kind of say here hey this is a project that I need you to work on go get it done and you know in our relationship I, I realized that you know I'm gonna get this project done and it's gonna be done pretty fast and they realize that oh, okay he probably wants us done as fast as possible and then they get it done as fast as possible and for many people, they're like, why don't you give more deadlines? Or why don't you have deadlines at all? And I'm just like, I realize deadlines are great for a lot of people. And it's really great to keep your business productive and things like that. But I built the relationship within my community and within my business is that my deadline only means so much to me. Because I know things happen that are out of your control. I know things happen that, you know, might slow down the whole process of producing a project. And so if I give a deadline, right? and then that deadline isn't met, you know, I, I don't want to get upset about it. I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to deal with that because I have more important things to do than just worry about this one project. And so I understood that the more deadlines I gave to people, right, the more distressed they would be because if something, something you know, goes horribly wrong and they miss the deadline, right, maybe they don't get paid that day or maybe, you know, they don't, receive the support or whatever they need from me that they, you know, needed in the first place. And I I thought about this for a long time. I'm like, do I want to give deadlines to people who are doing their best to help me? Or do I want to give them the ability to create their own deadlines, right? The ability to tell me, okay, this is, you know, what the project is going to cost. This is, you know, when it's going to be done, their projected timeline. and, And do I want to look like that? So I don't really give people deadlines. I just let them you know, manage things themselves because the people I work with are capable. And of course, if something does happen, then I'm going to hold them responsible as always. But I realized that the margin of error after I've created this process and system, it's very small now. Like I hardly ever have any problems within, you know, my own relationships with my employees or people that I work with because we meet deadlines, right? If there are deadlines. And if there's ever a problem, right, we resolve it quickly. And this is very important because since I don't work a nine to five job anymore, let's say I woke up at nine and I worked until five, right? But what if one of my employees needs me help, needs help right? That same day at 8.30 PM or something. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm done with work today. I, I can't really help you right now. And so I kind of just blow them off, right? Just be like, you know, I'm not going to help you. Sorry, go, you know, contact me at the time tomorrow or this next weekend or something. That would be a huge blow to them, right? Because what if they had a project that they were working on and they hadn't told me about it and they really needed my input that day? For me, that's something that I don't want to overlook because in hindsight, maybe I could have spent, you know, five, 10 minutes just talking with them and that would have solved the problems. And those five or 10 minutes were more valuable to them than they were actually to me. And if I don't think in terms like that, and how I manage my time, you know, to give my time away to somebody who helps me like that, I feel like it's very it's very limiting almost. Not as much as the nine to five, right? Because even if it's eight thirty PM and let's say I'm off at work at five, I can still give them a few minutes of my time. That's something that I can do, and I do do that sometimes, but I realize the more I stretch myself, my time for people, the more they're trying to take, right? The more they're trying to, you know, kind of dissect, right? They're trying to figure out how much can they break of my time. And if something is broken, right, with my time, they're like, hmm, can we break it just a little bit more? And I realize now there's not a lot of time left because you know i'm relatively young but the way that i work it's some it's somewhat like awkward because people are like you work like a madman you know you you're only 20 years old but you work like crazy hours like i'm doing 12 plus hours sometime or I work like maybe a whole day without sleeping or anything and people are like man that's not good for your health I'm like actually no I feel I feel pretty great right now like I'm able to do this because I've trained myself to be a high performer right I'm not Sitting down at a desk all day and going outside, and able to exercise and to do what I want to do while being productive, you know, while working. And I feel like if there's any time where I'm not being productive, right, any time where I'm not working as I should be, then you know, shouldn't I just be taking a break? You know, be be able to relax and just enjoy my day. That's something I want to do with my time a lot more. Just be able to relax and enjoy my day. But I also need to be able to be more ruthless, right? I need to be able to tell people, okay, if this is your deadline, then I want a project to be done at this time, you know, on this date. And I don't really want excuses because excuses don't help anybody. And then if there are any problems, you know, just contact me as soon as possible and then we'll resolve them. You know, it's simple like that. That's like as as efficient as I can possibly be in the process. So, let's take this one step further, right? Let's say I'm just off this 9-5 schedule, right? And, you know, I'm working maybe 12, maybe 24 hours at a time. Where, of course, I'm not going to be productive for all 12 or 24 hours, but I'm getting pretty close, right? My execution is near flawless. What you want to do then with your time, once you get to that level of performance, right? You need to have moments of where you're working, you know, and you have a very high productive state of mind, right? You're not distracted. There are no things becoming between you and your work, right? Your objectives that you want to accomplish. But you also need to have moments of downtime, right? Moments where you're not working, moments where you're not being productive so you can rest and relax and also understand that, you know, as much productivity as you want to produce for yourself, you know, you have to have an even more amount of downtime or even just equal amount of downtime so you can, you know, take care of yourself mentally and physically speaking what I've seen is, as people around me, they continue to work this 9 to 5 schedule, right? And then they ask me after their work, they're like, hey, you want to go hang out or something? Or, hey, you want to go do this? And I'm like, actually, I, I have work still. They're like, what are you talking about? It's like 10 p.m. And I'm like, yeah, I, I've been working since like 2 a.m. You know, it's just one of those days where, you know, I have to get my projects done or accomplish this objective. And they're like, you know, that can't be healthy for you. I'm like. You're right, you know, it, it's it's not the best strategy for everyone, but for me, actually, it's, it's worked out pretty well, you know, I'm able to do things that the majority of people can't do, and I'm able to have the freedom in my life that many people don't have, and at the end of the day, like, I'm my own boss, right, I don't take orders from anybody, I, I'm able to actually empower people, and, and educate people, entertain people in a way that, you know, maybe many bosses can't because they don't have the time, right? They they might work a nine to five or they might not have, you know, the time to give five to 10 minutes of their time to each employee. And so what I've figured out is there are a lot of people who will not associate with someone like me because, you know, the way I do things is just so completely different to them and like, it's just so bizarre and they don't understand. that. Like, I just, I just can't associate with you, you know, just what you're doing is just not for me. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But if you're going to work with me, right, we need to have some form of communication, right? Because I I feel that if there's no communication, right, nothing will really get done and there's no understanding between the two parties. If there's no understanding, is there any real reason to work together? If there's no understanding, is there any way that you and I could possibly, you know, be business partners or just work together in any, like, environment and have you know productive time and my answer to that would be probably not because we wouldn't be communicating very well or at all and communication in terms of business is huge because if you communicate poorly or not at all then there's no really any transaction be done in terms of a sale or any you know kind of warming up to a client where you're trying to build a user profile and then kind of you know, qualify them to see if they're, you know, a great client or customer for you. That's that's pretty huge in the business world. And if you don't do that, the consequences are huge. And so how do you become ruthless, ruthless with your time if you don't have great communication? And I've I asked myself this often because there's some people that I don't really communicate with anymore. But we're still able to work together, right? And so how does that work? Well, one party has to communicate something, right? There has to be some type of message being sent. And then the other party has to receive the message, right? They don't have to respond, right? They don't have to react. They just have to receive the message. And so I realize not everybody can communicate on the level that I communicate, and that's fine. I don't expect them to. I don't have any expectations. But what I do understand is they're not going if they're not going to communicate with me, You know, I need to be able to work at their level. I need to be able to say, okay, I understand you're not going to communicate with me. That's fine. Do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, if this project or objective needs to be accomplished, you have to accomplish this or there are going to be consequences. And just to draw lines like that, it's very simple and it's very effective. But most importantly, like, it keeps communication open, right? Because if they, if this person needs to respond, right, or they have, like, any sort of reaction, then I'll be able to know instantly. But if they don't communicate anything then that's fine they have their orders and they understand the objectives and the goals and that's fine doing that is something that has saved me many times in business and just in life in general because a lot of people don't like they just can't understand the way to properly be productive in terms of using their time ruthlessly when i quit my to first was it was very difficult because i i had gone to school thinking that working a 9-to-5 job was going to get me where I wanted to go. But then when I did it, and I worked for, you know, Fortune 500 companies, and I did other things, and I realized, like, you know, I may only be working a few days a week, and it may be great pay, but this doesn't allow me the freedom and, you know, the type of fulfillment that I want. Because I see people that do the same exact work that I'm doing here at this 9-to-5 job, And they're not really where they want to be. They're not really doing the things that they want to do. They have other plans in their life, right? And that's when I realized I have other plans too. Like, I don't want to be taking orders from a boss who I don't really care about, who I don't really understand, who doesn't really care about or understand me. Like, you know, that would just not be a great environment for me to work. And so I go to these 9-to-5 jobs sometimes to see how the work environment is, right? I do a test. And I tell myself, every single thing that they're doing in this 9-to-5 business, it doesn't matter if they're extremely successful, right? They can be Fortune 100 company. It doesn't matter if they're extremely successful. I just look at what they're doing, right? And then I emulate the things that are working for them, and then I completely destroy the things that aren't working for them within my own businesses and the way I manage my own time. So things like being able to wake up super early in the morning, like at 1 and 2 a.m., is something that... I've been doing for almost a year or two now because I realized the working day doesn't just stop when I go to sleep or when I wake up, you know, if I just don't want to work that day or I'm sick or something. I still have employees and other people that are working, you know, to help. And I can't just be like, okay, I'm sick today. You know, I I can't do anything to help, you know, I have to go out and find somebody else who I can hire. I have to go out and find somebody else who can probably do a better job than I can that moment where I'm not doing anything productive, whether that's another CEO or a business partner or whatever, like I have to find somebody else, right? Another human that I have to replace myself with for that time that I'm not being productive. And so I realized if I took care of myself first, right, I limit the times that I have downtime, right, meaning that I'm not being productive in terms of, you know, earning an income or building a business, et cetera, then I can greatly increase the amount of work that I do. And in terms of just finances and just being able to be self-sufficient, I realized, you know, by the time I turned 20, I'm, I'm already managing multiple businesses. I'm working with different organizations and doing things that I never thought I would be doing. But then I look at the way some other people lived their life and some of my own friends and family even. They're like, you know, where am I going to find my next job? Where am I going to, you know, find a place to live? Or what am I going to do for... You know, just to be able to manage myself better because maybe they're lost or confused. I'm like, you know, maybe if you took the time to study how you live, right? Study how you use your time and then go look at somebody who uses their time super ruthlessly, right? They're so efficient and productive with their time that there's almost very little waste with their time Study somebody like that, and you'll see some crazy changes within your own use of time over, you know, a period of one to two months, maybe a year or two. And you'll be a completely different person because the habits you had then that made you really suck at time, you know, usage and being able to be efficient and productive, you realize those habits are gone. And you replace them with habits that make you a serious competitor, right? In terms of business and someone who is not only an expert at being able to manage themselves now, but you're in you're able to be an expert at managing others. And so what I realized at a young age, right, when I just got out of high school and got out of university, I'm like, I don't really need to be in a classroom with twenty or forty other people who are learning how to do math and learning how to manage their, you know, day. I'm like I can already do math. I can already manage myself and I can manage my employees just fine. It's been great. What I can't do actually is waste any more time. What I can't do is tell myself that doing the things that average people do with their time is going to get me where I want to go. Like I can't be in a classroom for nine hours anymore. I can't be, I can't be at school for even five hours anymore because they're people that I just have to work with on a daily basis. I have to communicate with them for at least five to ten minutes or at least, you know, maybe an hour a day. Or else my productivity falls off, right? Because these are people that I work with daily or weekly or monthly or yearly. And these are people that deserve my time throughout my day. And I realized sitting at school, I would miss my appointments. I would miss opportunities with my family and friends. And I said, you know, what if I just didn't do this, right? What if I just dropped out of university, right? Which is something I did. And obviously my family and friends were like, why would you do that? You know, you had good grades, you know, you could do whatever you wanted. I'm like, yeah, but good grades don't equal having a happy and successful life, right? Even if I get my degrees, you know, which eventually I'll get them, but not right now, but. Like, just because I get my degree doesn't mean I'm going to live a happy and successful life. Like, success for me is just being able to wake up and be happy with what you're doing, you know, who you are and who you're becoming. And right now, I'm happy, you know, I'm successful. I've achieved that already. And I did that without university. I did that without working 9 to 5. I did that on my own. But I'm like, you know, how much time is being wasted for people You know, like you, who maybe not, you know, you you might not understand the best use of your time. You might not be ruthless with your time. So think about that. How ruthless can you be with your time? Answer that question for yourself. And let's see where it takes you.